hello hello and welcome we're here again at the international house of praise in palmleaf arkansas for another podcast and today um our speaker is one of our very own members sister rosetta bird she's with us um to speak on looking in the mirror um so i'm going to give her the floor um, and allow her to be used by god and speak what god has given her Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, first of all, I just want to give honor to God and to my pastor and co-pastor and to um, all the International House of Praise members, um, to my co-worker, Lakeisha, and of, of course, and all my God. Father God, just come today, Father God. I ask you, Father God, as I bring your message, Father God, you decrease me, Father God, and you increase you, Father God, so that this word can make a, a positive impact in folks' life, Father God. And we just give you the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about looking in the mirror. And someone asked, why did I choose that topic? And it's because as we look in the mirror each and every day, we see a reflection of ourselves. And I was just like, I had an emergency last weekend, oh, last week, probably Monday, and it was upsetting, and it wasn't something that I wanted to have to deal with. But by the grace of God, God gave me the strength to look in the mirror and flatfoot tell the devil everything that you try to bring against me and my family, I'll look in the mirror and I'm closer to God because God is trying to elevate me to another level. So whenever we're looking into the mirror, we got to remember it's not about us, it's about God. And so that's one reason I chose this topic, looking in the mirror. So tonight I want everyone to interact with me and I did a definition of a mirror. A mirror is a, a smooth surface, like glass, and it's forming an image of your reflection. So with that being said, I have a question for you. What does looking in the mirror mean to you? When I looked up the definition, it says to take a look into the mirror, or looking into it means to see yourself bold and flawed. No one is perfect. No one is without sin. So to look in the mirror and see all that you are meant to know the person within. And when I read that, it came to me, the scripture, John 8, 3 and 7, where God told the fairies, um, they brought a woman into God and said she had been in adultery and we need to set her up in the mix. And God stated to them, first person without sin can cast the first stone. So, of course, no one was able to cast a stone because we all have flaws. We all have sinned and came to short of God's glory. And so when we look in the mirror, sometimes, y'all, we look in the mirror, we think we want to be somebody else. We'll look in the mirror and you'll see, and I'll just use Beyonce. Oh, I wish I was look like Beyonce. I had the hair like Beyonce, the money like Beyonce, or Sarah Jakes. And the real thing is, do you really know what their life is? Because they probably thinking they just want to be a casual, sure, a casual, Lador, 
I'm just saying. So we just all just have to look in the mirror and and that's Prophet Jackson was saying, looking in the mirror is so we can look to, to be at the image of God, not about us. Whenever we look in there, we say, God, we need you to decrease us. God, increase in us. Um, and so in some insight, some folks look in the mirror. When they look in the mirror, and if this you, we'll just do better. You'll find negative about yourself. You'll look into the mirror. You'll be definitely missing something. You'll be hard on yourself. You may even take comfort in knowing that God points and use things as a foundation to grow. When you look in the mirror, your flaws is for you to grow. Everything happening in your life is for us to grow, regardless what we think or it seems like today. But later on in life, you're going to see that situation happen so that I can become closer to God. And with that, um, I came with 1 Peter 5 and 10. And it says, and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little, while we himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. When I was doing my thing, looking in the mirror, uh, this songwriter came to me. He's a singer and a songwriter. Mm -hmm. He's well known. I guarantee you probably 95% of the world know him. And of course, it's Michael Jackson. And it's the song, man, that man, looking at the man in the mirror, or the man in the mirror. And I picked up this lyric. It said, if you want to make a world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make that change. Starting with who? That person in the mirror, that man in the mirror, that woman in the mirror. So it's left up to us to make a change in this world. So when we look at that mirror every morning, every night, say, God, what can I do to make a change in this world? Because that's what God got us here for is to make a change. So with that being said, um, you might want to use your um, phone as a mirror. I, I want you to look in the mirror. Then tell me, what can you do as far as to make a change in this world? You can use your phone. And I started off looking in the mirror. When I look in the mirror, what I used to see was a shy bachelor woman that was fearful of what people might say or think about her. Not knowing all the time, the reason I will always set aside and was always labeled as weird or wasn't just the, the outgoing child. As most folks would say I was the middle kid and I had a middle kid syndrome. But it wasn't. It was because God was setting me aside for a reason and for a purpose. He let me go through the hardships in my life as a child to become the strong woman that I am today. So when I look at the mirror, I look at the mirror, in the mirror, I see a woman who got the heart after God, the love after God, that want to be and do God's will. Um, it might seem weird, but I say, Lord, I want to be a mission. I want to go out witness for you. I want to be able to help 
individual. I want to be able to see a person and they going through and I want to be able to say, stop read what I'm doing in my track, pray for that individual and do whatever I can to help, to show the love of God that he have for us. And I don't want it even to be about me. I want it all to be about God. I want God to get the glory. Because everything we do is for God glory, not for us. And, um, and that's what I see. So we just gonna go around and everybody can just share when they look in the mirror what they see and what they can do to make this world a better place. Wow, when I look in the mirror, uh, I think I had this reflection with God not too long ago. Um, that I see myself as having grown so much in Christ to, to the point that I am courageous and strong through what God has brought me through. And um, I see myself as someone that's willing to expose everything, those deep hidden things about myself to God so that he can help me so that each and every day I can do, even if it's not something big, but do something small each and every day to benefit his kingdom. Um, and I was talking to God about sometimes when you just get so caught up in life and routine and you're doing things over and over again that you don't realize how much benefit you can be to God's kingdom and to God in your small everyday life. And I said, God, I want to make change every single day in every action. And I said, the first thing that would be beneficial to me is to help me to be more selfless. In every decision that I make, every time I think about something, let me figure out a way that it's not about me. It's not about how I feel or, or what I think or how can I benefit someone else or make someone else feel good or help someone else do something, just help me make decisions that are selfless. Um, and so, I, you know, when I look in the mirror, I see someone that's growing, because there was at a point in my life where I wouldn't even thought about that. And so, um, I just thank God. So, when I look at myself in the mirror, I see someone that's changed. Oh, I see some person that I used to be was people. I wanted to make everybody else happy. I wanted to make sure everybody else was okay. And now I, I see myself changing God where I know I don't have to worry about making everybody else happy. My goal is to be God. Yes. Yeah, well, most definitely. Most definitely. Their desires may not be the things that he wants me to be doing. And sometimes I tend to play a role that he should play. Oh, yeah.
in my life that understands that balance. And so they, they help me to stay focused and on that path of just pleasing God and not trying to hurt your balance. Most definitely. So I see myself a whole lot better today than I ever had in sports Amen. Sister Ruthie. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, God. Oh, yes. Amen. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, Shannon, do you have anything you want to share with us? Anybody else on this side want to say anything? Miss Love, you got something that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I just want to say that I'm so thankful for the 
Okay, Miss Byrne, do you have something you would like to share with us when you looked in the mirror? Yes, God, use it, Lord. They basically raise themselves. I've been on my own since I was 14. My mom passed when I was 14. And my dad got married. And I, it was five of us kids. And it was like, he got married three months later. And we all went our separate ways. It was hard, but God saw me through it. I, I see myself. Yes, God. Just I thought I'd never make it before. I truly thank God that I remember when I was young, about at least 11 or 12, my mom was sick and I always got up breakfast or drink my daddy's lunch for I didn't know what she was preparing for. But I remember she told me that I was going to always seek the Lord. Always, yes. And I grabbed that and I held on to it. Through all the things that I've been through, I thank God how he has kept me. I thank God that now I'm strong. I get weak sometimes, but I'm stronger than I used to be. And I thank God for boldness. I learned coming up in church, and I used to hear the preachers say to ask for boldness, ask God to give the Holy Ghost boldness. And I remember the times when I wouldn't even say anything. I always thought I was too black, too ugly. But now I can say that I know I'm made in God's image. Oh, yes. And I know I'm God's child, and I know He loves me. And I love Him, and that's really what matters. Amen. And I thank God for bringing me this far. I've never been a type that wanted to bring any type of attention to me. But I learned over the years, last three years, I told God I wanted him to use me and show me how to love myself. Oh, yes. 
And he has done it. And I thank God today I can say that I'm stronger than I ever did. Amen. And I just want to give all glory to God. I remember the times when I wouldn't even hold my head up. I thought I didn't know what to do, but I remember that boy telling me that I was going to always need the Lord, so I learned how to pray and conversate with the Lord early. And I thank God for bringing me this for Today, I am a strong person. Amen. Amen. Sister Kelly. That's just the ring. Yeah, you can bring I just thank everybody for, for that. And, and Sister Bosch, I just so love, love you and her transparency. And, um, and I, we don't really touch that, but, you know, there have been times when I have looked in the mirror, I didn't see the strong woman, uh, old woman. I saw a ugly woman, uh, you know, the lies of the enemy. Uh, and I would look in the mirror and I was just unhappy uh, with, with myself, but I had to get in the face of God and let God affirm me uh, because life can be so cruel to us. And as women, we go through so much. And I was listening to the sister say, being a people pleaser, but you know, as I have grown in God, uh, my one desire is that I, I want to please you. Yes. I want to look like you. I want people to see you when they see me. I don't want them to see me. So I thank God because of the adversities that I've gone through, because of who he is to me, that I can truly say that I am a more than a conqueror. Even when I feel like I'm at my lowest moment, I thank God that I am truly more than a conqueror. I see greatness on the inside of me. I didn't always see greatness on the inside of me. I saw a defeated person a lot of times. But I'm so glad for the word of God, you know, that you know, that he affirmed me through the word of God and his love for me. So I see differently now. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well, everybody, you know, I gotta make sure everybody has said something that, um, ugh. When I look in the mirror now, from where, you know, I'll just say go back to um, when I had my first time. I'll go back to my mother. And she was talking about her mother passed when she was, she was 14. Her mother passed when I was 17. And I'm the youngest child. And so all my siblings older than me, and my older uh, siblings, my three oldest brothers, they left home, and they've grown, you know, got family home, my two sisters, they've grown, gone families of their own. And so 
which my brother and I have mixed to me, uh, one that recently passed. He, we were left home with that. But um, God, God was good. You know, I had got saved. At least I had got saved. And so I, I my mother had taught me, taught me how to take care of house and everything like that. And so uh, then, you know, I was dating, going through stuff like that. That was, you know, but there were other people in the neighborhood who were in, in my family that I could, you know, reach out to. But there were some things that, you know, I got into, you know, but I'm not going to say, but God always brought me through. I can say that. He got it from me, but it could have been, you know, going down the other way. Yes. But I know that God, now I know that God's hands was upon me with purpose. Then when I got married, you know, I had a lot of insecurities and things like that. And But I had a good husband, you know, a, a patient husband, you know, faithful husband to God. And at that time, it's really against the Lord and raising my kids and things like that. But uh, uh, with the Holy Ghost yet, but... You know, I had enough of God in me to not, you know, uh, you know, do any great damage or anything like that. But it was all I can always say that God hands on me. On me. But one thing I want to say is, I suffer with loneliness. Even though you're married, you can still be lonely. Yes. Even though you got people all around you, you can still be lonely. And I suffered with loneliness and, and um, for a long time until the Lord opened it up to me. He said, that's a spirit. And it came when my mother passed, because I was close to her. And I would be lonely, you know, I would be so lonely. And uh, then when I got mad, I was still lonely. And raised my kids, I was lonely, but God delivered me from loneliness. Another thing, uh, I, I, I had abandonment. When my mother died, it was abandonment. I was abandoned. She didn't get chance to be graduate high school. You know, she passed the same year in January, and I graduated that night. So that was an abandonment to me. And a few years later, my best friend died, you know, and I began to just want to die and leave you. And these with people coming to your life, they abandoned you, that's abandonment. And then later on, stop suffering with betrayal. You know, people betray you and stuff like that. But all in all, I see that God was making me. You know, He was making me for who I am to be now. You know, He was making me. He called people come in your life, they go. You know, everybody can say. You know, there are uh, times now, you know, that, uh, you know, I, I, I reflect back to some of the things that have happened to me, and a whole lot have. And I see why God chose me to go through those things. I, I know why now. How can I help somebody else if I, that I had to go through it? So everything that we learn and go through in life is for, not for us. Yes. It's for somebody else that's going to come along and see how you were born in a comfortable, how you, God brought you through it. And you're gonna be able to share with them, and they're gonna go through it. You're gonna tell, you're gonna, you're gonna pray through, or you're gonna uh, preach them through, or you're gonna minister to them till they can finally get. So everything that, shut up, everything that I've gone through, 
It's not for, for, it's for the glory of God. Everything that has happened is for the glory of God. And I, my greatest thing now that I want God to do is use me. I'm trying yes. to know I want to be in your perfect will. You know, we can be in this permissive will, but I want to be in God's perfect will. So yes. right now, I want to be doing the assignment that I have now. It's an assignment that God has given me, and so I want to make sure this is the assignment. Because, you know, we can jump ahead of God. Sometimes we can be that lagging behind. But I want to, I want to be right on point. I want my assignment. I want my work finished. I have everything that he, he sent me to the earth to do. Oh, yes. I want to be able to do it. I want to, I want to cover everything. Say, when I go home, I'll be like Moses then. And take me up on the mountain. There you go. Oh, you know, yes. I ain't got to be sick and all that. I got to just lay down and go to sleep. And he just take me on up. I don't want to have to, you know, be sick and all that kind of stuff and, and, and disobedient to God. I want to obey God. And a lot of the assignments that he gives me, it's not good, not to me, but it's not assignments. But it's made designed for me yes. and for nobody else. A lot of times it's hard, you know, it's like it's hard because how people treat you and how people think about you. But I'm basically over that now. I've been through that problem, you know, I've oh, gone yes. through that, I've gone through that so many times, you know, when, when you're a prophet, whew, and when you speak for God, you don't understand, and then it's you, and a lot of times you don't, they have been tired, I have spoken, I don't even know what I'm saying myself. Oh, yes. God will just take you over. Oh, yes. And so don't you worry about that, you just have to say what you want me to say, you know. But people will be offended with you, and, and you know, and it's, I'm sorry. I can't help it. You know, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But that's that's who I am. That's who, if you want, and sometimes the Lord's like, um, I'm, if it's something real good, you know, oh, I'd be so happy. I do what? Why do you always give me to book the folks up too much? He said, that's your exhortation. Exhortation is not always good. Oh, yes. It's not always good. It's because of the people, because of sin. We're called, we're called to those things. And I, I, I wear my calling, I take it very seriously. And I, uh, I, um, when I look at it in the mirror sometimes, I go, Lord, why, why me? You say, why not you? Why not? That's you. you say, it's you. Oh, yes. That's how I made you. You know, that's how I made you. You can't be nobody else. Nobody else. That's well, how I God made you. Well, this guy. So you, you, if you try to be somebody else, you fake it. Oh yeah. You're a pretender. You know, you you can't be nobody else. You have to be who you are. And so I'm 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 getting there. I'm not saying I'm totally satisfied with me, but I'm uh, I've come a long way. Amen. Yes. I've come a long way and. I'm more settled in it, in my in who I am, in God, in who He created me to be. I'm more settled in it, and I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to embrace whatever God got for me. Amen. 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 Also, we're talking about uh, when you're prophetic, uh, 
two different settings, God does give you things. But I want to give this word unto you, Apostle Jackson, and to any other others who may struggle with why me? Why why do I have to do this, God? You know, uh, that was me. Why me? And I still Oh yes. <laughs> I still say that sometimes, but this scripture I was just reminded of the scripture when he called me and it was out of Ezekiel. And uh, Ezekiel the third chapter, he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find in this book. Eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he called me to eat the scroll. We first have to digest the word ourselves and examine ourselves. The word of God is that mirror. Uh, so we have to do that for ourselves before we can deliver it to anybody else. And he said to me, Son of man, eat the scroll that I give you and fill your stomach with it. Then I ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. And he said to me, Son of man, go, get you to the house of Israel, and speak to them with my word. For you are not sent to a people of a foreign speech and of difficult language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of foreign speech and of a hard language, whose words you cannot understand, Surely, had I sent you to such people, they would have listened to you and heeded my words. But the house of Israel would not listen to you and obey you, since they would not listen to me and obey me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and stubborn of heart. But behold, I have made your face strong and hard against their faces, and your forehead strong and hard against their foreheads. So. Whatever the task that God has given each and every one of us, it is not always easy, especially when we are having to see what does say the Lord. You know, a lot of times people in their flesh, they don't want to hear it, but we don't want the blood on our hands, and that's with anything, whether you're a prophet or whatever. We don't want the blood on our hands. When God said, speak it, we have to be found speaking the word of God. And even when he gives us the word of God, we have to make sure that we say, okay, and it, it can be painful, but okay, Father, you thought enough of me, so I'm going to take this word and you help me to digest it and process it, that I think it be, uh, you know, applicable in my life. Amen. Yes. Um, thank you, Lord. Um, with that, um, I want to, uh, with looking in the mirror, um, the scripture Samuel 16 and 7 came in, and this was God talking to Samuel. He said, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look in his appearance or on the height of the status because I have rejected him. For the Lord said, for the Lord sees not a man sees. Men look out the outer wear appearance, but the Lord look at what's in the heart. And that's what I think we all did here tonight. God looking at our heart. Pouring out after his own heart. And God is pleased with us. And we just got to be about God's business. We have so many young ladies out here that don't understand. They don't have the upbringing. They lost their parents at a young age. Some of them got their parents and they raising their parents. Some of them, their grandparents raising them. They're raising their siblings. And so our job as women is to go out and help our young ladies 
and get them on the right track. Show them the way, show us, show them love. A lot of them lover of themselves. Um, and with that being said, that brought me to the uh, third part of this being the counterfeit trinity. You know, it's the trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But the devil also got a trinity. And the devil trinity is me, myself, and I. It's all about me, myself, and I. I don't care what the next person say. I'm going to get me, myself, and I. So we got to go out there and show them. It's not about me, myself, and I. That's the false trinity of the enemy. It's the trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And that's our, that's our duty is to go out there to show them. And one of the biggest, biggest false trendy is that pride. We got too much pride. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm proud. Too much pride. I'm not going to fall on my knees and pray. Too much pride. We're letting the enemy steal our joy. And it's time out for it. All sin is birthed out of pride, y'all. Pride. And so with that being said, I was uh this brought me to the scripture um first Timothy three first Timothy three, six and seven, and James four, six and seven. And what I want to read is James four, six and seven. And it says, But he's given more grace, wherefore he said. God resents the pride, but giving grace unto the humble. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So that's what we have to do. And that's something we have to train our kids to come up, kids and children. And when I say kids and children, y'all, it's not your, just your own. It's all the children. And we got it so bad, and we got it. Let the enemy have got our minds so confused. I'm not going to get in so-and-so business. But that's not the work of God. That's not the love of God. God wants us to be able to go out and help others. It's not about just me, myself, and I. It's about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Um, for all, that's I, all I have to present to you all. Um, of course, I'm going to open the floor up to anybody if they would like to say anything or add anything. Um, we have, um, I've come in contact with that all through my life. Uh, nobody wants to get involved. Nobody else is, you know, fearful, but they sit back and talk about it. You know, that's what I got a problem. When you talk about somebody, try to help them. Most definitely, yes. You say something to help them, you know. Yes. Say something, get involved. They should talk about the kids and this and that, but they won't. I'm not getting that, I'm not getting, but I'm not in that, but you are in that. And a lot of times God will put you in there. He'll put you in for business. And that's what we are for. We are the saints of the Most High God. We are the children of God. We are the body of Christ. And we are helpful to one another, like the Pastor always say. We are helpful to one another. Yes. When you see somebody going astray, going the wrong way, you can't just walk by and not say nothing. Turn your head and keep on walking. They're doing wrong. You got to say something. Most definitely. You got to say something. You got to do something. Amen. Amen. And I just want to share this with y'all. 
It says the Bible is God gift to us. He want us to look more and more like Jesus each day. When we look at ourselves in the mirror of God's word, we can see where we need to change. And we'll allow God to realign our hearts with his. So today, you pick up your Bible, look in the mirror, spiritually speaking, and allow your Holy Father to show you how you can look more like his son. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Rosetta, for that word of God. And I just thank God for bringing us all here together as women in Christ to speak, to talk, to express ourselves, and to just share our stories with other people. Um, and I just thank God for giving me this assignment, and I pray that God gives me the strength to continue it. Um, because, I mean, it's a daily struggle. The devil's always on the attack to try to get you deterred from what God has planned um, and what God has set in your path to do. So I'm believing, God, that this will impact others' lives and, and um, this will do what God has called for it to accomplish. And I just thank God for each and every one of you. You are here on an assignment already, doing what God has called you to do, being in the presence um, and speaking and talking. This is what God has set for you to do now in this moment and you all being God. So I just thank you all for being here.